I'm Avery Adams. And I'm Zach Watson. And we're going to be exploring the Chicago area station by station. So yeah, it'll be a good time. So, first station, where did we go? We went to California Station. And how did we get there? You tell me, Zach. Okay. <laughs> All right, so, I, th I think it took us about an hour to get there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so California, it's close to Logan Square. It's northwest of the city, and it's a good neighborhood. Uh, so we got on the Davis Station on the Purple Line, mm -hmm. transferred at Howard to the Red Line. We got off at Fullerton and took a bus to California. Yeah, that was a 74 bus? Yes, 74 bus. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, if you're a Northwestern student, getting there directly via train, you can do, it does require you to go into downtown Chicago. But if you happen to be downtown and you want a cool place to go that isn't in downtown, then you can just take the blue line from the loop and get off of California, which is the station. Perfect, yeah. So what was our first stop? So let's see, you had to use the restroom really bad. I did. I did not think I would make it, to be completely honest with you. <laughs> so, so we just, we were walking, we found some shop and we were like, we didn't know what this was. You said it, you thought it was like a dog store so or something? So at first, these people with the dog walked in, so I thought it was some niche little place. And actually my first thought was it was a dog treat place. Okay. I didn't see the name of it, but... Of course, seeing a dog, I was very enticed to go in. Yeah, I think that people actually got kicked out. Like, yeah, they actually weren't allowed to bring the dog in, so that was my first red flag. So yeah, we go in, and it's a, a popsicle shop, and it's like 45 degrees out, but we're like, yeah, that's fine. We both like go into the restroom. Um, I come out, and I'm looking around. There's like these weird stair benches in the corner all the way up the wall, and then there's this big giant wall with magnet letters on it, like on the refrigerator when you were a kid, but they were all black. And I was thinking, hey, th this is pretty cool. And then, so I run the corner to see the sign, and the place is called Pretty Cool. Uh, so Pretty fitting, I would think. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. Yeah, um, yeah, the good thing was we went outside, and we could have held that popsicle for probably three hours, and it would oh, not yeah. have melted. Oh, yeah. So I got a blackberry piecicle, and it had, I think, like a graham cracker coating on it. It definitely tastes like a pie. Yeah, I was no, shocked. it did. I honestly can say, I think it was the best popsicle I ever had. Definitely worth $5. I know that seems cheap <laughs> yeah. for a popsicle, but I mean, it was a piecicle, not just a popsicle. Definitely recommend. So yeah, that first stop was uh, pretty cool. Uh, yeah, and that was on California Ave. It was right after we got out. Like, And then after that, we followed Fullerton mm -hmm. to Milwaukee Avenue. Yes, uh, and we got to the next place. It was really cold outside, and we just had a popsicle. So naturally, the next step was to go get some coffee. So we went to Gaslight Coffee Roasters. The barista was wearing a t-shirt that said Syndicalist Snail. So as soon as I walked in, I went, okay, it's this type of coffee shop. Um, and there were like flyers in the corner where we were sitting. Um, we were sitting on these like, I think they were old baseball bleachers. Mm -hmm that yeah. were like stained dark and they were like vintage bleacher seats that we were pretty much just sitting in like they folded up too it was really cool but anyways next to them there were some like posters and flyers that people had put out there were like some for like socialist rallies and stuff like that so it was it was very much a um <laughs> very much a uh, a politically infused coffee shop mm, cool. and i actually picked up at one point a magazine from 1948 yeah. <laughs> and then Zach yelled at me, of course, for touching it because the oils in my fingers don't want to ruin such an yeah, artifact, so I'm sorry. I don't know why they had that out, though, because it was like this sporting magazine, like this hunting magazine from 1948. And I just, just had to touch it. It was just so intriguing. <laughs> yeah. Yes, um, so definitely the, like a vintage mix, I would say, yeah, in, the, in the atmosphere, yeah. For sure. I love the, um, the board with all the prices was like one of those, like stick on letter boards like right, you'd see in like right. bowling alleys. Yeah. That's what I thought of, like a bowling alley. 
a like, clean bowling alley. Yes, yes. It like, didn't have any of that bowling alley carpet. No, you know? no. Not. If only the coffee was free, that would have really sealed yeah. the deal. No, it was. It wasn't bad though. We got like two coffees for five dollars. Yeah, and if you get a refill, it's one dollar. So. How'd you actually rate the coffee? I'm a big fan of just dark drip coffee. Okay. And I just need it to function, so it was it was <laughs> okay. good coffee. I thought especially for the price it was good coffee i'd go back so yeah that was uh gaslight coffee roasters yeah. um my concluding sentence uh would be flyers for psychedelic peer support workshops and socialist rally posters like that that's my theme yeah um and then so after we were all warmed up we decided to just walk down milwaukee avenue yeah and we actually something caught our eye what caught our eyes at? it was a uh, pop art gallery yeah um called gallery f and the first thing that i noticed were these paint cans but the paint cans actually had paintings on them yeah and they were really on the cool. windowsill yeah so that definitely caught our eye what caught my attention there were like some uh 11 from stranger things like artwork like of her um there was a a ruth bader ginsburg art piece and then the rest were very like postmodern punk pop art type pieces and i I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, and a lot of them had the Chicago theme, so we actually asked whether these artists were from Chicago. Yeah. And we got back that about 50% of the art were based out of Chicago. Yeah. The artists were based out of Chicago. And that was very interesting. So we actually asked how one would get their art into this gallery. Yeah. And the guy, like, <laughs> I love this. He's like, I, I don't know if I should talk to you guys. Let me go see if the owner, Billy, wants to talk to you guys. So he just retreats into, like, the back room of the art studio and goes downstairs and he comes up and he's like, yeah, Billy's too busy right now. Unfortunately, he can't talk to you. And then he proceeds to explain, like, how Billy finds artists. Right, so we're not really sure if Billy is an actual person, <laughs> yeah. but if you're curious, you can go onto their website, galleryf.com, or just look them up. They're actually more prominent on Instagram, and I challenge you to find who Billy is. Yeah, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, the the guy working there said that they have a huge Instagram presence. Right. And that they pretty much just find artists through Instagram. Right. And invite them to do, you know, like, temporary pop-up galleries, and if they like them enough, they they keep them and put them on permanently. Yeah, and they even have these events, these drawing events where people can come in, doodle, do their art, and Billy, this apparent Billy, uh, will walk around and if he likes this artist, he will ask them if they, if they can sell their work yeah. and they can even become permanent artists for the gallery. Yeah, so that was a really cool place. Yeah. I wish I like, had room in my dorm to actually put stuff up. Or, or money. Stuff. Or money, yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. I um, actually did buy these pins from this artist named Glass Cuisine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they're actually pins of Jerry Garcia. Yes. From the Grateful Dead. Yeah. In all different poses, so I'm ready to flaunt those on my backpack, just okay. pin them all up. So you'll see Jerry Garcia all around school now. So um, that was cool. Yeah. Uh, after Gallery F, uh, we were just kind of walking around. We walked to Logan Square. Right. Which right. is a really nice park. Um, and there was like this, I thought it was like a, like a public information center, like you right, see in right. towns. Um, but we walk in and there was actually an art gallery. Yeah, and apparently it used to be a little shelter for train riders back in the early 20th century, but now it's an institution where art can be displayed, there's exhibitions, there are even concerts there sometimes. The house was called Comfort Station, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I agree with that because it was freezing outside. So going in there, being yeah. warm in that little art exhibit, that was much needed. Yeah, I, the one thing I was wondering was I did not see evidence of any railroad tracks anywhere. So I want to know, like, where the railway was, because by that time, we were probably a quarter to a half mile away from the nearest station. Hmm. So, like... What changed, Chicago? I don't, <laughs> I don't know where the, <laughs> where the railway went. Yeah. But, yeah, so, so after 
that, so we decided to just bear the cold again. We went out. Yeah. And then we crossed the park, yes. which is beautiful. And we came across this bookstore, Uncharted Books. <laughs> yeah, which it seems really fitting. The first thing we noticed was this big, fluffy dog. I loved it. I loved Her name it so. is Ramona. If you go on their website, it is called unchartedbooks.com. Um, you will find a picture of Ramona. And I think you should go down there just to visit her. She's the sweetest thing. I mean, maybe buy books as well. Yeah, that's like, true. If you that's feel true. like it. But I couldn't help myself. I asked owner Tanner McSwain about Ramona. Here's what he had to say. She was raised in the bookstore, so she was a puppy when we adopted her. She was about eight months old, uh, which was right when the store opened. From the first day we had her, she's been the bookstore dog. One thing that we found that was really interesting was they had these big paper sacks of books, and on them were different genres of books written. You bought one, right? Yeah, so I actually picked one up that was um, a collection of different zines. Mm And there were other ones like women authors. The one said, LOL, books that'll make you laugh. Yeah. And it's just, they're big, they're stapled, so it's a mystery. Yeah, so I was just, as soon as I bought it, I cracked it open to see what I got. And I mean, I'm not disappointed. I think it's a really fun way to get someone to buy books, to get someone to read these because you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, and we actually talked to the owner about the books, and here's what he had to say. So the mystery bags we actually started doing around the holidays last year as wrapped mystery Christmas gifts. Uh, And people really liked them, and we sold a bunch of them, and so we brought them back full-time. Dana, who's the other person who works here, is kind of a savant for making these. She she does the the decorations, and she's... She's real good at putting the bags together. They're really fun. And how do you determine the different genres or what goes into this each is, bag? This is all Dana, my dude. Uh, this is all her. <laughs> so she'll pull a bunch of them out and kind of figure out what's the what's the fun through line of these that that's you that's know cool. eye catching. Yeah. She's awesome. great at it. Uh, but yeah, I, I would say our specialties are kind of literary fiction, poetry, local books. Um, we're getting uh, more of an emphasis on like weird books, so we're starting to sell more kind of rare and occult and unusual books. And tarot cards. Um, so tarot cards, yeah. Uh, but I would say like we're we're kind of trying to be the literary bookstore. Yeah, and then we also talked to him about what goes into this bookstore because he had a very eclectic collection yeah. of books. We've got, you know, yeah. perfect bound books by established authors that are local. We've got a superhero comic made by two 10-year-old girls who live in the neighborhood and everything in between. And then can you explain again how local artists or writers get into here? Or how yeah, for sure. So we sell a lot of books on consignment. Uh, okay. We are kind of aggressively looking for more artists. Uh, whatever you make, we want to be uh, a place where you can distribute that. Uh, and then after that, so we, we, we stopped. We were in there for a while because like mm-hmm. Ramona, the Just, dog. Yeah. I really loved the inside of the bookstore. It was very much such a cozy vibe Mm -hmm. and i feel like it was very embracing for locals it really really supported local artists local creators yeah so as we left the uncharted books we say goodbye to ramona the dog um the first thing that caught my eye was this big marquee for logan theater yeah i think that is really the an institution in logan square it really is it was it looked like it had not been changed on the inside with the exception of like new popcorn machines so Mm -hmm. yeah and then afterwards we took a bit of a walk and we found you were super excited about this record store called mm-hmm. Rick-a-Brac, is that right? I really just like the name. It, it reminds me of Knickknacks. <laughs> yeah. And I have to say, it definitely lived up to that expectation. Oh, yeah. It was like, I don't even know. I have no idea what the theme was. So when I first walked in, I noticed that metal music. How would you describe that music that was first playing? It was, again, I don't know what this the deal with this area is, but it was like anarchist punk metal music. It sounded like... 
It sounded like some of the weird stuff that we play on WNUR, honestly. Yeah, I think we concluded that at one point, one of the songs, this man was just screaming anarchy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah, yeah. But wow, there was everything in that store. So the first thing that caught my eye were these rows of vinyl records, but they also had cases and cases of cassette tapes. Yeah, I've never... VHS tapes. I did not realize anyone sold VHS tapes, though. Yeah. Or or tape or cassettes or anything like that. Um, I guess they're making a resurgence, uh, that, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. All right, and then after that, we had found ourselves... We probably walked, like, maybe half a mile, six yeah, tenths of a mile. Yeah, I was actually surprised. We basically walked up Milwaukee most of the yeah. most of the trip. We didn't uh, deviate too far from our, our main path, and there were just a lot of little shops along the way. We didn't really go that far everything's pretty contained around logan square so yeah concluding thoughts of california station and the surrounding area i really really enjoyed it i think it was very eclectic i would say every little shop we went to had a very niche yes place. yes mm-hmm. and i think a lot of it really brought in the local culture yeah everything was very supportive for local creators and i really really enjoyed that yeah it was for me it was like a mixture between like hipster socialist and then like white mom named Pam for some stuff because there was also we went into Fleur the mm, flower shop mm-hmm. and to me it was like plants and was it like essential oils I, I don't even know yeah maybe some candles yeah like yeah. plants and candles all the stuff that we can't have in our dorm rooms and not very affordable either that's where <laughs> I think you get the middle-aged mom Pam yes who has her life together yes yeah but yeah, that was that was really cool. I I really enjoyed the area. I think for a day trip or even just an afternoon trip, like it's it's totally doable. That's what I was gonna say. I think all in all, it took an hour max. Yeah. To get there, to get back, and it is a really good day trip. There's just so much to see. I yeah, I really wish um I could have stayed there more honestly. I'm Avery. And I'm Zach. And we're with NBN. So yeah, keep uh, we'll we'll put one up soon. But I mean, I'll definitely be back. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I'll meet you at California Station? Sure, see you next time.